Welcome to the Wisdom Lifestyle Money Show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham. The goal of the show is to show you how you can grow personally, financially, have a larger net worth, and leverage your largest asset to help you develop the person you want to be. I take you through all the steps I did from being nothing to being told that I was nobody and I was never going to accomplish anything, from getting kicked out of high school to owning a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio in my own company with more than 20 employees. You'll meet our partners, you'll meet our friends, you'll quickly discover how you can improve your life. So listen in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Wisdom Lifestyle Money Show. I'm your host, Scott Dillingham, and I've got a special guest with us today, Phil Bold. Hi, Scott. How are you doing? Awesome. How are you doing, Phil? I'm doing great. Busy, busy, but doing great. That's awesome. Yeah, same here. I, I wanted to have you on. Well, actually, first, I want to hear your story, but the theme of today's topic is what's going on in the market. Should you buy? Should you hold off? Uh, and just some things that are going around in, in the neighborhood and what's going on. So why don't you start with telling a little bit of about you and... I work for Team Goran Remax Care. Uh, I've been in the business for 17 years, over 17 years. Uh, I've gone through the good times, bad times in the market. Um, I think I'm actually excited about the market that's coming up. A lot of agents are afraid, but I am engaging it. I've worked it before where it was a buyer's market. It went to a balanced market, went to a seller's market really fast, and now it's starting to go back to a more balanced market, which is nice. Uh, you don't have the multiple offers. You're not... Uh, driving around showing places and then you're putting an offer in against 20 other offers and only one's going to get the home and you get a lot of disappointed people because they didn't get it and someone else did so i'm really looking forward to this market the people have said i should wait to buy a house because we think the houses are going to go down yeah i uh, don't really see that happening the interest rates have affected the value of the houses but you also have a buying power so the higher it goes up, you might have had, say, a 800000 approval, and it goes up 1%. Now your buying power is decreased by 10%. So now you're looking at a 720 approval now. So it balances out. So it doesn't matter if you wait, then you're still going to be having the same monthly payments for the same kind of house. Yeah. I would buy now. There's a lot of good things coming to Windsor. Windsor's got so many investments in it, and we have Amazon. We have the battery plant. Crisis is going to a third shift again, which is great to hear. The hospital is being built. All these workers are coming. The bridge. Uh, so all these workers are coming too, and they have to have places to stay. So a lot of people are going to be buying up these places, which will be increasing the value of, the, of all homes. And once those jobs are in place, we're going to have fifteen to 20,000 new jobs in Windsor. Yeah. That's really going to affect our houses, housing prices in Windsor. So I would jump on now instead of waiting before you wait too long, and then you realize that prices of going up and you've got a high interest rate too on top of it so yeah. if you can wait maybe a month or two it might not be so bad but i would get on it while you can while the prices are still decent we're still number three i think in the, in the nation of canada to have uh, affordable homes yeah i saw that article actually i'm going to go back to something you said at the beginning you said that you're looking forward to this market but a lot of people a lot of agents are scared of this market why are they scared I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that they're taking a lot of agents are taking a step back. They don't know uh, how to handle it. Um, at Team Gorin, we talk about this kind of stuff every morning. We have a Zoom meeting every morning with the whole team and Gorin, and uh, we, we've, we're ready for it. We're ready for this market. We've planned for this market. We know how to deal with this market. Uh, Gorin is a great leader. He's he's an amazing leader, and 
He's got us ready for whatever situation comes up. If it's a balanced market, buyer market, seller market, we are ready. That's and awesome. uh, yeah, we're, we're good to go. Cool. No, that's awesome. Now for anybody listening to this, because this show is all over Canada, we currently live and reside in southwestern Ontario in a town called Windsor. So some of the things that Phil's speaking about is locally to, to Windsor. Uh, and I want to touch on some of them. So we're kind of talking about the battery plant before the show started. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And we'll dive into the investments that are happening in the region and why we believe that those investments will really help foster our real estate growth that we're Well, going I believe the battery plant is going to produce about 5,000 jobs, okay. but there's also all these spinoffs of those jobs, um, yeah. the tool and die and all those other plants and uh, other businesses are re- related to it. Plus all the stores, people have more money to spend, so all the stores are going to uh, busier too. So there's a lot of money coming to Windsor, a lot of jobs, which will spin off to a lot of other jobs on, on top of it too. So. Yeah. And the battery plant is for cars, right? They're car yes. Batteries. Yeah. Car batteries. Yeah. Now I heard as well that some of the batteries or most of them are going to be for exporting. Yeah. For... But Chrysler's, uh, they are making a battery powered car here in Windsor too. And that's okay. why we're having a third shift now. Uh, we have the battery plant here, so it makes sense for Chrysler's to have a battery-powered car and produce it here so they don't have to travel yeah. so far with the batteries. And batteries are heavy, right? So transporting them has a cost, right? So they're saving. that. That's cool. So basically, here from Chatham uh, is going to start doing really well. Um, Chatham, I believe there's something in Chatham or Tilbury, too, as well, that where they're going to be getting um, batteries as well, too. Yeah, I heard something about that. Uh, I don't know too much about that, so I don't want to touch on it yeah. here and say the wrong thing. But... Uh, I did hear about that. So let's talk about the bridge. So somebody who's not aware, so we already have a bridge here in Windsor, and we have a tunnel that goes from Windsor to Detroit as well. So we have two border crossings. Can we? Can you talk about the... Oh, we're going to have a third one. Um, I forget the cost of it. I don't know. It's in the billions. Yes. And uh, 2025, it should be hopefully done. If there's no more delays or red tape that they have to go through, but it looks like everything's in the clear right now. So okay. that's going to be pro- providing a lot of other jobs to to build it in the next few years. Also, the traffic flow will be even better here in Windsor, too, from the border from Detroit to Windsor. Yeah. So we're already the busiest border crossing in Canada with our Ambassador Bridge right now. So once we get this other bridge, it's gonna be easier to go through. A lot of trucks will be going through that one, I would imagine, because it's easier to access the 401 and also the highways in the States. And um, a lot of cars will be traveling back and forth on the regular bridge, the Ambassador Bridge. And the other thing too, and I don't know if you're seeing this, you probably are because you help people to obviously buy and sell houses, but on the mortgage side of things, I'm getting clients uh, that are applying and they're being transferred here from GTA, anywhere really a lot from gta though to windsor because their company is opening up here because the trade between the u.s and canada is going to be so much better faster more efficient with a third border crossing so they're actually opening up facilities here are you seeing that from your buyers yeah i'm getting we're getting a lot of um, buyers from the toronto area we always have uh, but we uh, we get a lot of calls from the toronto people the wanting to move uh, to the Windsor area because it's just affordable. They can sell their house for two million and get the same kind of house over here for, say, seven hundred thousand, and they have one point three million in the bank that they have to enjoy their retirement, yeah. or their early retirement too. Because and a lot of investors too will buy properties to rent in Windsor because the rent's pretty high here. 
not as high as Toronto, but the investment of the property is a lot lower. So yeah. it, it makes sense for them to buy here and rent and make more of a profit than Toronto. Yeah, no, I agree. So we've got, just to wrap it all together, we've got major battery plant, lots of jobs, major bridge, lots of jobs, companies opening here. So that means there's demand. Yeah, and huge we're, man. We're missing out on one thing that Windsor lag in a lot of cities is, is houses, like places to live and condos and stuff, right? Where you go to Toronto, trains everywhere. Yeah. I know some of their projects are stopping or slowing down, uh, but in Windsor, the demand is there. Now we have projects that are being built, so more units will be available soon, but there's still so much demand because of that. So it's really, really cool. From that demand standpoint, do you see our market crashing? Can you see that happening? No, not with the investments. Uh, it's just, if we didn't have these investments coming, if we didn't have the battery plant, Amazon, the built new hospital, the bridge being built, um, and whatever else is coming our way, the third line of the Chrysler's, I, was, I would be worried about Windsor and the future of Windsor. But so many big investments. Uh, the government of Ontario invested, I think it was 15 million or 14 million, or 14 billion um, for Ontario. I believe we got 9 billion of it in okay. investments. Uh, a lot of times Windsor is the forgotten city, yeah. but finally they've noticed us and put us back on the map and awesome. Windsor's going to be good. We might have a little bit of recession for about a year, they're saying, but after that year, we're going to be blossoming and uh, be a strong city. Yep. No, that's awesome. Now, one thing that I want to talk about, and you can confirm this because you're seeing the sales prices. We see the ones that we're doing the lending for, but uh, you probably see more of what's going on. But so a lot of people are saying, oh, the market's crashing, don't buy now. But if you look at the data, and correct me if I'm wrong, but just from the data that I looked at recently, the sales prices of houses are higher today than they were in January. So even though they're cooling, I'm seeing numbers that are showing that they're still selling for more than what they did in January. Is that right? Yeah, they haven't, they maybe in the last month or two, with the interest rates going up, they might have dipped a little bit, but from January to say May, as a very uh, good increase of prices of houses. Uh, there's a little bit of a dip right now. Um, it's not going to stay very long. I don't think it's going to go much longer or any more of a dip. They are still having multiple offers on properties, so there is still a demand on houses. So if you're looking to sell or you're afraid you're, you've lost out because you didn't sell when it was hot, it's still a pretty hot market, and you're still getting multiple offers and still people bidding yeah. over the house price. If the house is priced already too high, obviously it might not sell right away and you won't be getting the multiple offers. But if it's priced at a mark good marketable price, you'll get those multiple offers and you'll get uh, a lot more than you expected for your house. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I actually think this is a more fair market to buy in because prior, like we had, I had clients that they knew the house was not worth what they're paying, but they're willing to pay way over just to get something. Yeah. And Do you know what I mean? Another thing, too, related to that, too, is now I'm starting to see more home inspection conditions. So it, it, I didn't like it when we had a market where people were just doing cash offers, uh, bidding as high as they possibly could, and no home inspections. And then they buy the house, and they move in, and they find out they have a lot of problems. So it's nice to see that it's going back to where you can put the home inspection clause in there, and you can still get an accepted offer with it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it gives them that protection that they didn't have during the, the craziness. And it's still, it's not like it's crashed. Like we went over here, there's a lot of strong fundamentals to keep the market strong. But it's just that, like you said, there's not the crazy bidding wars. 
and you can get a price at a good deal. And if you're selling, you're still selling for higher potentially yeah. than what it was in January, which is still an increase. Oh yeah, so you're still, like you'll still do down. well, still do well. Yeah. But I'm just really happy to see the home inspections because I, myself, I've been doing it for over 17 years. I've gone through a lot of home inspections. I see what they do but I'm not a home inspector. So I'll go through a house and fortunately the houses I sold didn't have those issues, but um, there are a lot of stories I've been hearing from other agents less experienced that did come across a problem because they didn't have a home inspection and there was always, there was issues. So it's yeah. nice to see those clauses come back and protect yeah. the, the buyers. I remember there was a, a client that we had, um, he bought a home, this was in the summertime. He went with a different lender first and it had nothing to do with the lender, but they discovered right before closing that the foundation was almost giving way on the home. Oh, and so the lenders like, we're not doing this. So the client ended up backing away from the property and he ended up going with us and we helped him get a new one. Uh, but yeah, like that happens. Right. And he had to go in cash cause there was so much competition. Uh, so I think it all worked out cause the seller did not disclose the foundation issue. So I think he was off the hook, but you're right. This gives buyers, which is yeah. great um, and it gives sellers still a good amount that they can sell their home for because it's again it's higher than yeah yeah it was just before it was such a seller's market that people had to avoid any uh, conditions and make their offer as pretty as possible yeah. for the seller and uh, we, we've even done things where we put pictures of the sellers if it's a nice family we put the picture of the family in there and yeah. try to do whatever it takes to we still do that too to whatever, do whatever it takes for help my buyer but you know we started doing that more too and it'll be a nice letter along with it too and yeah no absolutely so question for you then so let's say i want to sell my home but i'm a little concerned because i think i won't get as much as i would have if i sold it a couple months ago do you have some tips or strategies that you would let your client know or advise so they can still sell it for maximum dollar in today's market well the first thing i would say is pick a uh, good brokerage uh, with our brokerage, we uh, market and spend lots of money on advertising to make sure that you do get top dollar for your house. Yeah. Go through, we'll go through the house. I'll, like when I'm up to list the house, I'll go through it, see if there's a little simple, cheaper things you can do just to touch it up and make it look ready for showings. Uh, less clutter, um, fresh paint, maybe um, sealing the, the windows better or the bathtubs, put a new sealer on it so it looks fresh and new. Just make it look presentable for listing. I've showed, I've seen people that want to sell their house, and their house is a total disaster. Yeah. And uh, they they think they're ready for taking pictures, and they're far from it. So yeah. just have your house ready. Uh, pick a good brokerage that's going to be uh, marketing and advertising your property, yeah. not somebody that's going to just put a sign on your uh, front lawn and uh, put on the MLS, and that's as far as they go. We have a marketing cart company our marketing people in our office or in-house marketing people and that's their job i sell real estate i'm not a marketing person but these people are and so we have a marketing team we have a photography team we have a lot of things set up to make sure we are get your house noticed uh, and we also have a guy in texas to make sure that all our searches are on top of the uh, the, the search list too nice. so we, we invest a lot of money to make top dollar for our sellers no that's awesome now is this true if you bake cookies, someone's going to buy your house for a higher price. Is that true? <laughs> I've heard that. Well, everybody likes cookies, especially chocolate chip is my yeah. weakness. <laughs> um, you walk into a house, you smell the nice aroma of cookies. It's definitely going to make uh, it more 
noticeable and pleasant. So, uh, anyone likes the smell of fresh baked baked goods. So maybe you should bake some cookies. Yes, yeah, so I'll have to get some tips from my wife to find out how to bake cookies, <laughs> okay. and uh, and then I'll uh, I'll get some uh, bigger sales. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that's awesome. It does help. It. It's any kind of smell, because you have a lot of, all your senses. You have your sight where you see the house, and you have your smell. Yeah. A lot of times I'll walk into a house, it smells good. Sometimes it smells musty. So it's, yeah. uh, that's why I had a lot of people that will trust me enough to have me go through a house because they are, live out of town. So I'll go through like on a Zoom meeting with them through the house, but yeah. they, and they're fine with that. But then I'll use my other senses to make sure that the house is good if, yeah. if i do smell anything bad in the house i'll let them know yeah. uh, if it smells nice and but then you'll go in the basement you'll see if there's musty stuff too but you could, before you even walk in the house a lot of times you can smell musty and it, it's actually i love the advice that you're giving here because on the properties that are following what you're saying there's so much demand actually you have a story about peely island in a property so why don't you touch on that but pretty much high level if you follow what Phil's saying here and you're listing your house, there will be demand and there can be multiple offers. And, and let's talk about my Peely Island story. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I met a couple. I had new clients coming from Waterloo and I've never been to Peely Island before and didn't know what to expect with these people. Uh, you're on a boat for an hour and a half going there, a ferry ride that will take your car. And then uh, you come back an hour and a half. In the, with the ferry again and also i'm gonna be on this island for about four hours with these people too so i didn't know what to expect first time i met him uh so i did meet him on the boat and it was a husband and wife and their two kids one of the nicest families i've ever come across They're super nice people I had a nice day it was a sunday so i had a nice day on peely island with their family and we showed them i showed them three houses and uh they liked all three but they had one in particular they liked. There was one house that we didn't look at because it didn't have pictures on the inside. So we thought, if it doesn't have pictures, it probably isn't any good. And then the next day, they posted pictures on the inside and it looked really nice. So they asked me, they called me up, said, okay, we're in Waterloo, but do you mind going on Skype and we'll go through the house? So can you go back to Peely Island? I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. A little bit of a problem though. I tried to book the ferry and get my car on there and the ferry was, was totally booked for my car. I can get on myself, but I couldn't get my car on. So I threw my mountain bike in the back of my car and went to Leamington to catch the ferry. I rode my bike uh, an hour and a half on Peely Island to the house. Uh, they loved the house. It was actually a really, really nice house, and that's the one they actually put an offer on. So we have a conditional offer, back to the condition, doing the conditions again. Yeah. And um, So we have this house on a conditional offer, and then I rode back to the, the ferry against the wind because it was a little bit of a windy day. So it was about an hour and 20 minutes going back but that's the kind of things i'll do you get obstacles and you just have to overcome these obstacles you have so i had an obstacle of getting my car on there so i took my bike and went for a nice bike ride on peely island for yeah. an hour one way and an hour 20 minutes the other way against the wind no that's funny but it goes to show you though but your buyers almost left that property they almost didn't buy it but because the pictures came through and it was nice and they probably advertised it correct so, but yeah. and they still haven't seen the house live like in person they're going by what I saw, uh, going on Skype on their on the phone, so I could show them around. But they actually weren't in there, so I used my other senses to help them out with the smell and that because they don't have those senses because yeah. they're on the phone. Uh, we went around, and that's the one that they, the one actually they didn't see in person. That's the one they actually trusted me enough, and, and we really bonded. And they didn't consider me the, their agent; they considered me a family member after that. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. And so I don't know. I just, I love the fact that you went above and beyond, but it also does go to show you the demand, right? So yeah. They're in Waterloo buying a, a home sight unseen. So there's still a huge demand for homes. So I think anybody, and this is my opinion, of course, but anybody who is listing a home to sell or wants to buy, I honestly wouldn't hesitate to, to wait. No, you wait, you're going to miss a boat again. Like a lot of people probably miss a boat when they're waiting to see if they should sell their house because they thought that thought the house was going to go up more and more. And then it just stabilized. So sell your house. It's a good time. Buying a house is a good time. I was trying to tell all my buyers to, to get locked into a mortgage rate before the interest rates went up. Yeah. And um, so before that happened, I got a lot of people locked in, but there's a lot of people that said, oh, it's, well, I'll wait a little bit. And now they're paying a higher interest rate. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, they're calling me and saying, we should listen to you. And yeah. yeah. And I remember, I remember too, like, so I've done mortgages for 10 years. And when I first started, a lot of the business I was getting was from GTA, just people I knew and just how it all worked out. That's, I lived still here in Windsor, but I remember every single year, people are like, oh, the market in GTA is going to crash. The housing values are going to crash. And every year they thought that. So you get those oddball ones that don't buy, but then everybody else does buy. So the people that bought two, three years ago are still so thankful because of their values. So I think like a lot of people let fear run their decisions, but I don't think that that's a smart move because when you look at Toronto and everybody thinking it's going to crash every year, it still hasn't even when with what it's going through, it's cooling, but it's yeah. not. You know, Toronto took a little bit of a, a hit, um, not even close to what Windsor is. Windsor is still doing strong. But Toronto, they really did take a, a bit of a, a, a beating in the last few months. Okay. Uh, that's why we have even more people from the Toronto area looking over here to invest. In okay. Also, some people are looking at now that the price have gone down a little bit in Toronto, they also want to invest blue, maybe in the Toronto area as well. So. Yeah, winds are strong. Toronto it will come back. Yeah, but my thought was like you can't hesitate. Like you can't let that right. Yeah. So for ten years, it's went up and up. Yeah. So if somebody did. bought a home ten years ago till now that like have that. at least a million dollars, at least yeah. in equity, right? Yeah. Just from my brother lives in Toronto. He's a school teacher, high school teacher in Toronto, and uh, he never bought in Toronto, and he wishes he did. Yeah. <laughs> he has been there for about thirty years now, and. Yeah. If he would have bought a house back then, he would have been paying about 200000 and sold it for $2 million today. Yeah. So. so that's the point of what I'm trying to make. Yeah. Is you can't wait. It doesn't matter if the market is Toronto, Vancouver, Windsor, right? If you have a home that you need to move into or a home that you need to sell, I do think waiting is a mistake. And that's what we wanted to chat about today is there's so many strong fundamentals in our area that it does make sense to move forward and not listen to the doom and gloom of the news because mostly that is what it is. Like I did a, I did a bunch of different marketing courses and they always talk about the news and they say in the news, they sell fear. Yes, they do. That's what 100%. they have to sell for every topic, whether it's a fire, car accident. It's all like the worst stuff because they want to sell newspapers and get people to watch it. That's how they capture, capture their audience. And yeah. It's unfortunate because a lot of good news would be nice to hear too. Yes. But that's why you're only hearing the battle, the market's this, the, it's that, and it's really not that bad. No, as I said before, there's a lot of good things coming to Windsor. We're going to be strong, and we, take, we might be a little bit of a recession because of the uh, inflation and all that uh, out of our control. But with the uh, investments coming into Windsor, 
a lot of good things. It's going to be stronger than it's ever been. So if you wait uh, and the prices are going to just jump and you're going to be scratching your head, why didn't I listen to Phil and start buying right now? No, for sure. Before we wrap up for the day, is there any other tips maybe for buyers or anything else or any other messages that you'd like to throw? Uh, Tips for buyers, again, pick the right brokerage, pick the right agent, make sure that they're going to call you. Uh, I I get all the people, sometimes I get buyers who will say, oh, you answered the phone because they called other brokerages and they didn't answer the phone. So when they've called me the first time and I answer my phone, they're actually a little bit surprised because I actually actually answer my phone when someone calls. Uh, And if I am at a meeting or something like that or showing a property, I'll call you within about half an hour or so or next in between houses. I'll always get back to you where a lot of agents are hard to get. I, I actually called this one Toronto agent one time because I went because he was looking at one of my properties. I tried to call him, and on his voicemail it said, "I don't listen to my my voicemail, and uh, the best way to get a hold of me is through a text." Wow. So, and there's other ones that don't even have their their voicemail even set up, so you can't even leave them a message. So I, there's a lot of agents like that too. It just boggles my mind. But and then for sellers, the market was you list your house, you sell it in a week. The market's taking a little bit longer sometimes to sell a house. Sometimes it will sell in a week. Sometimes it might be a month. But just be patient. Have communication with your agent. Uh, make sure your agent's communicating with you because a lot of com- agents don't communicate properly and they don't. They'll put the sign up and they'll say, "I'll call you in a week," and that's about it. Uh, yeah. We try to call at least three times a week just to give you an update. If it's good news, bad news, just give you an update, just so you're in the loop and know. They might be upset that there might be no action in their house, but at least we've called and they're happy about that. Or we call them and said there's a lot of action in your house and, and we expect to get a, get it sold this week. Yeah, that's awesome. so. So, so, so somebody's listening to this and they resonated with your message and they want to give you a call or reach out to you one way or another. What's the best way for somebody to contact you? The best way to call is call me. Uh, you can text me, but I like communication. I'm old school, and talking, texting, through a, communicating through a text is hard, yeah. but talking either through the phone or even come to my office or I'll come to your house and talk to you in person uh, is the best way. Perfect. And what is your phone number? My phone number is 519-996-5501. That's perfect. Awesome. I'm so glad you came on the show today, Phil. Thank you so much. And hopefully I get some calls from some uh, happy... Uh, sellers or eager sellers and buyers and i'll take good care of you like always <laughs> hopefully uh, so another thing we have too is google reviews when you buy something you always like to look at your reviews yeah uh, feel free to go on the team goran website and look at my reviews my name is phil fold and i've got all five star reviews and really nice things from my buyers and sellers have said things about me in the past uh, yeah feel free that's another thing too when you're looking for an agent or brokerage look at their google reviews yeah huge Agreed, uh, yeah. yeah. We have a five-star. We have the highest uh, Google reviews in Windsor and all five stars. We're five-star appropriate. No, good work. That's awesome, Phil. So thanks so much for tuning in, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next time. If you're serious about real estate investing and you want to take it to the next level with the least amount of time and mistakes, then you're going to want to sign up for our Real Estate Investor Hub. Visit CanadianRealEstateNetwork.com and hit the blue button or banner that says Free Investor Resources. Inside, you'll have access to real estate investing courses, networking opportunities, webinars featuring industry professionals, as well as dedicated chat channels to share and get access to unique properties. I look forward to seeing you there.